Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now, here are your hosts, Red Runway, Buffalo Brian, and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, episode 61. Couple days late, but anyway, social media Pride Wings Podcast on Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. We're at Pride Wings Pod, and our email is Pride Wings Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so there's no beer league minute this week because um, there's no hockey. For us. Nope, nothing so, for me. So I guess we can jump right into the uh, round two wrap-up and then the uh, the final, the, the conference finals. Um, let's start with the Eastern Conference. Florida advanced. Carolina had already advanced last week's show. Uh, Florida, they won. They're game playing s- Toronto. Oh, that's right. They won to a game seven. Five. Florida pretty much swept them. Toronto did squeak one one out there, and that's when. Um, <clears throat> I can't, so far ago, I can't remember. Yeah, I got to go back and look. But I was looking at this, and I, I've seen like stats online, <clears throat> and it looked like between Marner, Matthews, and I, it, I forget who the other. There was a third person. I don't know if it was Tavares or, or O'Reilly. But they had like a combined one goal and like two or three assists through the entire series. Like that's that's hard to you know it's hard to overcome when your stars aren't producing at at all. So I mean, Florida did a great job on you know defense, just shutting down you know their their top players from producing any types of points, and you know it, it kind of has shown and and grown into that you know in this series we'll we'll get into that later but yeah florida just you know they overcame they shut shut down the top line for for toronto and um you know they're able to you know win it and pretty pretty easily five five games and it was over so that's all i got so uh so the east final will be carolina and florida um we might as well just roll since, right into since it. Since it I mean, already just started, um, game one, I I I picked Carolina on our on on podcast picks. That I actually was really going. This was a hard decision. I was going back and forth against Florida's really hot now, but I figured I figured Carolina would 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 come out a lot better than they did. Um, looks like I'm going to be wrong again on the Eastern Conference. I can't seem to get any what, what, of those uh, picks right. So Florida is up 2 nothing. Um, I don't see Carolina getting back in the series, especially moving back to Florida. Yeah, I mean, you never know what could happen. Um, but I will say this, I, I, you know, with Florida, they were a team that people were talking about, you know, will will they even make the playoffs? They, they were not a team that came in like a couple of years ago or they came in and just blew everybody away. This was a Florida team 
that literally got hot at the exact right moment. And that started with Boston. Because again, Florida was that bubble team that, you know, they they could have made the playoffs or they could have not made the playoffs. And it was a very, very slim margin. Um, so they they did not have that locked up. But to come out and just dominate every series that they've played in so far, I mean, the team is firing on all cylinders, you know, right now. And it all started going into that Boston series. That beating the best team in the NHL history has certainly lit a fire under this Florida Panthers team. Well, we'll see how Carolina responds for game three. Um, You know, Florida's playing really well, but, you know, returning home, you know, they got the fans behind them. I don't know if they want to say they're going to fall on their face, but, you know, Carolina might just come out and... Quiet well, they have to do and, something different. In the Western Conference, um, I, don't, I don't remember last week. Well, I want to ask this question really quick before we jump into that. Do you think that Matthew Tichuk is underrated? I think he's a very good player. Well, he scored the last two overtime games, so. I, I, I mean, the kid has just shown up in the playoffs. He's He just broke the points record for um, a postseason player in florida history what do you think of his celebration last night he, just I don't know. he did that in game one actually the game one one was a little bit better i wonder if they're afraid to be on the ice with the fans could be because it's like him scoring the goal like I, I i like i like the kid i know he was a pest when he played against detroit and but i appreciate his style of play i would love Love, love, love to have a kid like that on the Red Wings. Would love it. And his points, I mean, the kid's having a phenomenal year. I don't know. I I think he's – I think we'll be hearing a lot more about him. I think he'll be up in the the top categories. Maybe not a McDavid, obviously, but I think I think he'll be up there. I think he'll be Marner-like but with an edge. But speaking of overtimes, um, there was – there's been 20 overtime. Actually, I think now that's, what, 22? I uh, that was, or maybe 21. So I think 20. I think they said that that on Thursday or Friday. But still, that's uh, in, in a playoff season. That's a lot. A lot. It, the first it just round, you how I many felt like close every games. game went into one. It was. It seems like it was either overtime or like a blowout, like four or five goals. But I don't. I think just the first round had the had the blowouts. I don't think the second, you know, obviously third round, all all four games. I think like every playoffs game in the first round went into overtime. It felt like all four games in in the conference finals went to overtime. So that's how tight that's going to be. But the Western Conference, um, Vegas had already clinched. The Vegas cheaters. Um, but last week's show, did we? Uh, did we? Did we already talk about Vegas winning? Because Dallas went to a game seven against Seattle. That that could have gone either either way. Um, but so we got a Vegas and Dallas series. Vegas is up two nothing because two two overtime um, games, and I think I think. Both of those OT goals for Vegas was uh, scored by the, their first overtime goal, like, like the um, 
I don't remember who scored. Oh, Howden scored the first one. That was his first overtime goal. On, and then tonight it was uh, Chandler Stevenson. That was his first playoff goal. And Matt Stone, or um, not Matt Stone, uh, Mark Stone, he, he grabbed the puck for him, uh, which I don't know if we can start, go into it now. I don't really have much more to talk about the West Finals, but as far as the cap, you know, Mark Stone was injured pretty much the whole season, and then he just miraculously gets better in, when the playoff comes when there's no cap. And I think that's a bunch of bull crap. Um, what's good in the regular season is good in the playoffs. They should, should keep keep the cap in the playoffs so teams like Vegas can't do that. Now, obviously, if he really wasn't injured, he probably would have had to play in, in the regular season if they did have that cap or they'd have to move somebody else. I don't know how that would have worked out. But who knows, he might not be playing. I don't know how many goals he's had in the playoffs so far. Um, but I don't know, what, what's your, um, what, what's, what's your, your take on, on, on that? Yeah, I think they need to certainly address it myself. Um, you know, we saw Tampa Bay do it a couple years ago, and since everyone figured that out with Kucherov, everybody's trying it now. And why wouldn't you? I mean, why you find a loophole if you've clinched a playoff spot? A, you can rest your guy, and B, you can you know exceed the cap and figure it out. Yeah, but, Mark Mark Stone has six goals and fifteen points in the playoffs. So yeah, that I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, I just I think that it gives an unfair advantage, you know. But I mean, if it's again, it's a loophole, so why would you not do it? You know that you're going to get away with it, so why would you not do it? So of course, of course, he's going to or Vegas is going to do it. They did. I believe they did it with Mark Stone last year too. Um, yeah, the second year, same year. player. Um, he just happens to get hurt right at the uh, right at the playoff time. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why no other teams are are doing that. They're not playing that game. They probably need their players to get into the playoffs. Eichel's got 15 points for for Vegas and in, in um in the playoffs. So that that's that that's a huge uh, acquisition for them. He had a nice pass on the overtime goal. I think that's all the the round the playoff uh, round two. Uh, are actually round three now. I mean, unless you want to discuss like that, that first two games in each round more. Um, I'm pretty much done. Um, before we can head in some NHL news stories. Can we talk about Joey Valeno? Real scumbag move. And it's, <clears throat> it's sad as a Detroit fan to see your player do this on an international stage. It was after he, he did it to Nino Niederreiter. Had a little scrum along the boards, and it was a good battle, good battle, good battle. And apparently Valeno just had enough, picked up his foot, and stomped right down on the shin of Niederreiter. And he did get five, a five-game suspension brought down from whatever. I forget what the organization is, the International IIHF Hockey Federation. Uh, yeah, yes. Um. 
So he did get five games for it, but you know, Detroit and I know Detroit's had their troubled past with Bob Probert and Coaster and, you know, never, never like serious stuff like that. But Detroit's always been more of that, like original six classy where, you know, they've never really gone after, I don't want to say troubled characters, but they've, they've always to me have been like a, a team of integrity. And then you see a guy like Joey Valeno go out there and pull a move like this. And it's like going against everything that Detroit's about. No. Where is he playing? Isn't he in a Detroit? Team Canada. Oh. Where is he playing now? He just did that? Yeah. I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, he's playing for Team Canada. And I believe they're playing for Sweden. They're playing against Sweden when it happened. Yeah, it's just it wasn't good. But the comical thing was Evander Kane had... You know, he he had to chime in with his two cents. Now, granted, he wasn't wrong. Kind of a clown for doing that. I mean, he's certainly got his, his little history himself. But yeah, that's that's what I have. So I just wanted to get that out there since it's relevant to the Red Wings. And embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Okay, so before we head into some... Actually, I think we're ready to go into some NHL news stories. <sighs> This one might be a good discussion topic. We all know uh, Arizona had a um, a vote for their new arena. And there is no Arizona. Might just be true because they rejected the vote. It was going to be a new arena. Is going to be. It's it's going to be. It, it was supposed to be all private funds we talked about it before as far as um as far as uh you know why they didn't like it being near air being near the airport and all that stuff um but there's some interesting i got a little um, i got a little chip on my shoulder with this one i think you're about to bring up go ahead yeah but um you know so the nhl is exploring relocation um, and where, no, where did I tell no, you that it was possibly going to be? The Connecticut governor wants uh, the Coyotes, but um, there's another team, um, which kind of make or another city. Uh, it, this one's in, in Texas. And who did you say? I said Houston. Well, that's exactly what uh, what they're trying to get. Um, now it does city why would they not want it which makes sense because you know arizona is in central division um obviously they'd probably want to keep them somewhere out there so otherwise they have to relocate and screw up the rest of the league they can just find a, a city to put them in and keep them in central division plus um arizona and dallas uh they were starting to heat up the rivalry a little bit it's not not a big rivalry the it, it makes sense because houston is only like four hours away from dallas and that would create a heck of a rivalry 
right off the bat, just because it, they're, you know, it's another Texas team and they're real close together. And I don't know, you know, they, they seem like they have a little bit of a rivalry between like, you know, Dallas and Houston and, and, you know, with those other cities, kind of, kind of like here with Rochester, Buffalo and Syracuse, you know, they got that little competition just because they're close together. Um, obviously, they're not as close as, as our city. New York, New York, New Jersey. If Houston can support them, um, I think it would be a good fit. Now, they, they're asking for basically the same type, kind of kind of deal as far as the, the money-wise. I was like, what, two, two or three billion for an arena? But it's, it'll be for the for – the hockey team and the basketball team, which they they sound like it was like a like a downfall that they got to share it. But how many how many cities teams share share the basketball and hockey? It's not a big. I mean, they they don't need their own their own special arena. It's like, why does every team need their own arena? For years, they've always shared them. But yeah, but why, why would they want their own stadium and spend billions of dollars on four billion, two billion dollars on this stadium and a two, three billion dollars on this one when you can just buy spend spend it all on one? Well, I'm not disagreeing with the concept. I'm just saying that you know they're scheduling. Um, issues sometimes that certain venues are used more for something like <clears throat> music or you know whatever the case may be like like Detroit for for example yeah like Detroit's had the um, the Palace for the Pistons they've had the Joe for the uh, Red Wings the uh, Silver Dome and Tiger Stadium and then they moved everything downtown and just put everything, you know, you got the Pistons and the Red Wings sharing little Caesars. You've got the Tigers and Tiger stadium or Comerica park. And then across the street at Ford field, you got the lions. So, I mean, I remember back when, when was it the, the 49ers used to share the baseball and the football stadium. Yeah. Candlestick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was candlestick. Right. And, yeah, and then they sold the rights to somebody. I don't remember who Levi's or somebody, or is that the new one? I don't know. I don't know. I used oh, to like that stadium. So, and Houston does have a no. They don't have an AHL team, but they do have. They used to have an AHL team. Um, they they have a. Uh, they do have a minor league. I can't remember what league it's in, um, but the Texas Stars. Uh, they're they play in Cedar Park, Texas, which is it, it it's not that close to Houston. Um I can't remember exactly now where it is, but it's it's not in it's not in the in Dallas Austin, area either. Yeah, Austin, that's right. Austin and Houston are like a couple hours apart. So you know, that might be and who knows? If Houston moves, maybe they'll take uh Texas uh team away from Dallas you know because it'd be closer I don't know how that'll work but so we'll got some interesting developments possibly happening for Arizona um obviously they'll probably end up playing at least one more season 
in Arizona unless they pull a fast pullout. What um, they had to find a a building to play. I don't know how, but then again, if Houston's building would. Uh, is, it might not be NHL ready, but it'll probably still hold more than what the Coyotes have been playing in. But then again, the, even the Amherst have more more uh, crowd than, do. than Arizona, especially in the playoffs. So um, I guess that's all we got for that story. The Maple Leafs have uh, done a couple uh, interesting moves. At least one. Dubas, he gone. He gone. He's out. He gone. He's no longer. And the Penguins are talking to him. And I think it's kind of crazy. I mean, you've got, he's had generational talent, which not many teams get that opportunity ever, let alone with this guy. So they had a generational talent. And I don't want to say he dropped off, but he, he kind of had a drop off season. But you've got, Aligned with Marner, Matthews, and I forget who was on the other side. You've got a team where Marner's blowing up the league, playing some of the best hockey he's ever played, and he still can't put the pieces together to take them to that next level. I mean, how many times are they bounced out of the first the first round? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, they just can't get past it. They can't put the right pieces together. To, to go out there like yeah you can blame the coach for a scheme and whatnot but he's got to make sure that that coach is following what what his you know the path the culture that he's creating and i mean if if he thinks sheldon keith is that guy well apparently maybe he's not because they they still they can't they're not these players aren't growing um i should say they're not growing marner had a great season but matthews has regressed um, O'Reilly started out okay. I know he was a trade acquisition. Um, but I, I just I don't know how they can't get over that hump. And maybe a change of scenery, getting a new GM in there is gonna be what they need. So I, I think that's a good I think it's a good move by Toronto. I think it was just time, it's run its course. And I I just don't think Dubas was the guy that was gonna get him to the promised land. I think Toronto realized that as well. The Flames are promoting um, Craig Conroy per Darren Dreger of TSN. He was their assistant GM. Who are they going to get? Who's coaching them? Good question. I don't think anybody right now, right? No, they don't have a coach. Well, they, they better find one. Well, of course they'll find one. Maybe you'll. Maybe they'll call you. Yeah. Okay. My phone's on. You can hit me at the uh, the social media if you want me to coach your hockey team. Or just email the podcast and we'll relay the message. As long as I become the assistant coach or the no, nah, you're the you're the uh, the water you can boy. Other the jock straps. The six, all right. Um, what else you got? So um, that's all the news stories. I guess we can uh, head into the AHL update. So the Amherst, uh, they swept Toronto. So they advanced to the to the Eastern Finals against Hershey. That's the first time in 19 years. And they haven't lost uh, a playoff game since they were down 0-2 to Syracuse in that game where... Um, I think that might have turned that 
not only that series, but the playoffs for the Amherst run when uh, Syracuse guy cheap shot at the Amherst guy. Um, so the Amherst was six straight wins. So Milwaukee, they're, they're playing Texas. Actually went to a game five. The first two games uh, were in Milwaukee, and then the last three were in Texas. Uh, Milwaukee won the game one, which we talked about last week. And then Texas, uh, they tied the series. And then when it moved to Texas, Milwaukee won that game. They take a 2-1 series lead. And then Friday night in double overtime, Texas won 4-3. That set up at the game five uh, earlier tonight. And the Milwaukee Admirals pulled off a 5-2 win. Um, so it looks like they're going to be playing the Coachella Valley. Uh, you would think, you know, all, all the big players that, that they got from Milwaukee, um, Kevin Kevin Gravel being one of them, he's a defenseman. But um, that's the scoring for Milwaukee, Adam Willsby, um, Mark Delgazio, and then Yoakum Kemo, he's a Predators prospect. He scored two goals, and that, that was all in the first period, uh, to take a 4 nothing lead, which actually chased Matthew Murray. I don't think that – I don't know if that's the same. Always been a fan of Matt Murray. I don't Always. know if that's him. Is that him? Is it Matthew Murray? I don't know. Because Texas is with Dallas now. So I don't know if Matt Murray went to Dallas. But then uh, the Texas guy on the board in the second period, and they actually cut it to four to two before Igor Afanasyev uh, scored the empty net goal. Um, Mark Jankowski and Kevin Gravel got the assist on that one. Um, Kiefer Sherwood also got an assist, and our our, our favorite Preds player Luke Evangelista had two assists. Um, the preacher. Yeah, so the Predators, at least they're doing something in the, in the AHL. So we'll see how they can uh, match up against Coachella Valley Firebirds. So I'm not sure when that series is going to start. But the Rochester-Hershey, uh, the first two games are going to be in Hershey Tuesday and Thursday before it shifts to Rochester on Saturday and then Monday, which is Memorial Day. So that's the AHL update. I can't believe this this episode is getting shorter and shorter. It seems like every week is getting shorter. I thought last week was an hour long, and that was, that was short. We're not even close to an hour, and we're just about done. You got anything else? Nope. Nope, I got nothing. So, let's see. Game three for the Carolina-Florida is coming up on the 22nd. That's Monday. And, of course, the Eastern Conference has T- uh, TNT. has the Eastern Conference, and ESPN has the Western Conference. So, you know, that, one, that one's going to be 8 o'clock. Game three in Dallas for the Vegas game. That's another eight o'clock. So it looks like they're all they're all going to be eight o'clock games. Game four on on the twenty fourth, which is Wednesday, and then Vegas Dallas on Thursday for game four, and then Friday 
um, back to Carolina, Florida. So we might have some uh, interesting updates uh, next week's show, maybe on Friday. Um, hopefully I'm back on Friday. Uh, we might be switching games, uh, switching days. We don't know yet. But it's getting to be that time of year where we're going to have less and less. And then we're still beyond. But it's, you know, last year we went, we caught down to one one per month. So that's coming up soon. That should do it. I guess that's another, another short show. Our social media, uh, Facebook, Discord, Twitch, Instagram, Predwings Podcast. Twitter and YouTube is at Predwings Pod. And our email is PredwingsPodcast at gmail.com. Oh, thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville. Mm-hmm.